Welcome to Inside Emerson, a podcast from the Undergraduate Admission Office at Emerson College that brings you Emersonian experiences from the student perspective. I'm your host, Adriana Guida, Assistant Director of Admission and a member of the Emerson Class of 2012. In each episode, we'll bring you a different perspective on all things Emerson, directly from our current students. So welcome to this episode of Inside Emerson. I'm here with two awesome students who are part of our WEBN organization on campus. Uh, so I'm going to turn it right over to them and have everyone introduce themselves, just starting with uh, Jillian. Thank you for that warm introduction, Adriana. It's great to be here today. Uh, so as you mentioned, I'm a part of WEBN here on campus, but I'm also a senior broadcast journalism major. That's kind of how I got involved. I'm also on the women's volleyball team, and I'm involved in other on-campus organizations that all go toward that broadcast journalism uh, major. Thanks for having me. My name is Millen Jane. I am a sophomore marketing major here at Emerson. I'm also part of WEBN. I am the associate producer for the sports department here. Uh, And also on campus, I am involved with EIV, uh, the box score, which is also a uh, sports-style debate show as well. Um, And so I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. Thank you both. I really appreciate it. Um, You know, I think we end up talking about WEBN a lot um, from our perspective because um, it's one of those organizations and one of those opportunities where you can kind of get involved pretty quickly and then you're just kind of out you know, doing things, you know, in, in the field, so to speak. Um, what I would love to hear from both of you, maybe to start us off is, you know, how did you become interested in, you know, being a part of broadcast news on campus? Um, how did you learn about WEBN and then get involved? That sounds great. So I actually was lucky enough to find broadcast journalism in high school. Uh, when I was a junior, I transferred about an hour and a half away, which was a big move for me in Southern California. And I actually went for the volleyball program, but ended up finding live news and um, anchoring and being on camera, delivering a story. So I just really fell in love with that. And it took me to Emerson here. Uh, Our mascot was actually the Lions. So now we're Lions again, go Lions. Um, And so I was really lucky to just find it in high school. And then right when I got to Emerson, that's when I immediately found WEBN, got involved right away because we have this really great system where it's first come, first serve. So as long as you're on our email list, you're getting all the information and you're able to get involved whenever you're available and um, whenever um, there's a spot for you. So um, it's a very welcoming organization and I've loved it from the very beginning. That's kind of the same. I also found broadcast journalism in high school. Uh, I grew up in Avon, Connecticut, which is like a stone's throw away from Bristol, Connecticut, where the headquarters of ESPN are. Um, and so I, I've grown up knowing a couple of ESPN talent, and that really got my love for broadcast. And I focused that um, in high school, broadcasting a couple of sports games from my high school. Um, and then coming to Emerson, they do such a good job with um, marketing their organizations. We have the org fair, what happens, uh, I think, in the few, first few weeks of Emerson uh, when you get onto campus. And I remember going and learning about all the organization fairs. Um, and I found the WEBN booth, and they were just absolutely incredible. It was super nice. I think, Jill, you were there um, at the at the booth. I remember, um, you know, just as a, as a freshman, you know, you, you are a little scared because, you know, you don't really know a lot of people. You're trying to figure out where you want to fit in. But I remember them being extremely nice. 
um, and just signing up, like I said, being on the email list. Then once you're there, um, it's not a set commitment. You can, whenever you're free, you can definitely go and, and, you know, and be on WEBN. Um, but I remember it was super non-stressful and it was just a welcoming environment and it felt really nice as a freshman who was trying to figure out where to, where to be. So maybe just kind of picking up on that sort of thread, you know, as a freshman, what was one of the first things that you got involved with, you know, specifically, like what kind of um, role were you in? And then now what are you doing in the organization? I will say as a freshman, I didn't really get too involved because here at Emerson, uh, I'm sure Millen can attest to this too, where uh, we just take on so much. It's a huge thing to fill up your plate that first semester. And then, you know, some things kind of fall off your plate. And especially being an athlete, I really, really enjoyed WEBN's flexibility where you were able to just come in when you were available. Um, And then more my sophomore year, that's when I really started getting involved And um, it was right after the pandemic. We had just got back in person. So I was pumped up, ready to go, ready to be on camera and um, practice that craft. And but what I found the most beneficial for this was the outside work. So going out in the field, pitching packages, uh, meeting members of the community. I've talked to Mayor Michelle Wu, you know, uh, Mayor Kim Janey when she was back in office. So just going out there, pitching those stories, because that's really where you learn is out in the field. Um, The in-studio stuff is awesome too. Definitely go for that for WEBN, but also know that you can pitch stories and you can be out there doing things. For me, I, you know, I think WEBN was the first organization that I joined. Um, And so I tried so hard not to uh, have, fill up my plate as much as possible. Um, And so WEBN was the one thing that I focused on. And, you know, I just wanted to be on camera, get in front of camera, um, and it was definitely terrifying because, you know, you're in a new setting with new people, um, but everyone was so helpful. Um, and so just being on camera and then also learning all the positions off camera as well, learning how to do the teleprompter, how to make graphics, how to run the audio system. I think how to floor manage. Those are all extremely important aspects to learn because it also helps you if you want to be in front of the camera. Once, if you're learning how the camera works, it helps you to be in front of the camera. Um, and so I thought those things really translated as a sports fan, I think uh, la- my freshman year, uh, the fall was a great time to be a sports fan. The Red Sox were doing well. Uh, they made it to the divisional ser- the conference series. And so being able, like you said, to go out into the field and get real-world experience. Um, and it was definitely a great ha- environment where, you know, the seniors and the upperclassmen were able to teach you. They would spend time out of their day um, and help you become a better broadcaster. They, they knew tr- tips and tricks to help you become a better broadcaster. So I felt within that first semester – um, I felt like I'd grown a lot just with the experience I've had going out and just being in the studio. And I, I definitely want to come back and touch on kind of both of those things, both the kind of in the field experience as well as um, some of the kind of peer mentorship that goes on. Um, but bringing it back even further, just to kind of start on on a slightly different note, um, you know, you're you're both, I think, involved in creating you know some of these broadcasts. Um, you know, what do you contribute? Um, you know, in your roles now to the the main broadcast that you're involved with. Yeah, in WEBN, I didn't mention this earlier, but I'm actually the news director now. As a senior, you know, you kind of work your way up. And uh, I actually started out kind of where Millen is now um, as an executive producer. Uh, first, you just kind of have to get your foot in the door, you know, show up. We always recommend come in. We'll teach you how to do everything. And then 
uh, once you get involved, we see your involvement, then we'll, depending on that involvement, we will ask you to move up more into management positions. And um, so that's kind of where I'm at now, uh, being a co-news director with Christine Park and our supervisor, Angela Anderson Connolly. It's been great working with them. And uh, as I'm looking for jobs now, uh, because I graduate in a couple months, I'm just learning how important, as Millen said, that growth and development is. So my end goal is to be on camera, but now with WBN, I've had this experience behind the camera, um, working in management. So you're really getting the best of all worlds here at WEBN. Yeah, I can say the same. You know, going into freshman year, I really wanted to be on camera, and now learning all the off-camera stuff, how to produce, how to you know, uh, you know, how to run a teleprompter, how to floor manage. You know, you now it's like, oh, maybe it's a whole other world to be off-camera and try those roles. Um, right now, I am associate producer. Um, so my role kind of changed from freshman year. So instead of being on the camera, I help run the show with the executive producers, helping coming, helping edit stories, helping pitch stories, um, putting all the stories in our rundown um, and making sure the show runs smoothly on Monday nights. Um, if anyone has any questions, I kind of take on that mentorship role with, with Jillian. Um, if anyone needs any help, I can help them uh, because after learning all these roles, it's now I can help teach them what I learned from all the upperclassmen last year. Um, and it's been an absolute uh, blast being associate producer. The other associate producers are extremely fun to work with. Our executive producer, Claire Overton, has been absolutely incredible, helping me learn even more than I, that I didn't think I would need to know. Um, and so it's been an absolute, it's been so fun to, to grow up the ladder and hopefully one day maybe um, be a news director as well. And in, you know, in my experience, and you guys can tell me if you agree with this and this has been sort of part of your experience as well, but I feel like we hear a lot of similar stories about, you know, I, I came in, you know, thinking I wanted to do this thing. And then when I started to learn all of these different pieces that went into it, um, you know, some folks, you know, kind of go along with it and they think, okay, yeah, like, yeah, my initial instinct was right. I do want to do this, but now I also know the other pieces that go into it or they discover this kind of additional or even sometimes more interesting thing that they sort of want to pivot to. And it's because they have the opportunity to try all these different things and get their hands dirty, you know, really quickly. Um, would you, would you both kind of agree that that's sort of been your experience either one way or the other in terms of having the ability to do more than one thing has, has broadened your horizons a little bit? Absolutely. Especially in the job search process, news directors out there are always looking for someone who not only looks great on air, but they want to know that you can do the steps behind the camera that it takes to go on air. So I think, especially in the on-camera department, a lot of people think that it's just, oh, I just show up and um, look pretty, right? Or look good. But news directors want to know that you can research, you can find the facts, you can do this all in a quick five hour period, or sometimes less, um, develop breaking news. And that presentation part is just that last like 1%. And um, so not only do you have to look good on camera, but you also have to be ready to do the work behind it. So uh, that's just something that I think a lot of people have learned. And then also in like the producing aspect, a lot of people learn that uh, there's more opportunities out there for producing and there's more opportunities for the behind the scenes aspects. And um, it's it's definitely something that a lot of people realize. Luckily, I have stuck with my passion of wanting to become an on-camera talent. 
Um, but I know a lot of people do get a little overwhelmed when they find out all the work that goes behind it. Yeah, it's super fun to work, you know, both behind and in front of the camera. Because like Jill said, um, the first thing I learned when uh, I took my first journalism classes here at Emerson is that when you get a job, it's going to be just you learning how to shoot packages, how to edit packages, how to, you know, find all that within that five hour period. And so learning all that is extremely helpful and useful. And it helps you open the doors to many different things. You know, I know a lot of people that have gone into college like with a tunnel vision of, oh, I want to do this. And then I've always changed. Um, and Emerson really helps you uh, do that. They give you the experience to be able to go out. And I think Boston is an absolutely an amazing place to be a journalist. There's so many things happening, whether you're a sports fan, a, po- a political person, you know, an entertainment person. There's so many things that are going around, going around that you can help get experience in. There's, there's never a weekend that's really boring in this place. Uh, it's, it's absolutely incredible. And sort of speaking on that, and maybe Millen, you can keep going, and then Jelenia, you can come in um, in addition, you know, part of that is, you know, we have the ability to send students out to report on events, um, you know, as they're happening, but also, you know, things that are considered significant events. So we, we do things that are in our own backyard, but also we have students that are going to things like Super Bowls, the Boston Marathon, doing election coverage. Um, can you guys talk about some of those experiences that that you've had or, or that you've you've been a part of? Um, not only the experience of going and, and doing that coverage, but also the experience of essentially being side by side with working professionals and how that has influenced your your work. It's definitely helpful. You know, I went to D.C. this past weekend um, to cover the Cherry Blossoms and the Kite Festival, which was a great experience because, one, you get to work alongside your peers in a setting that's not school. You get to learn, how, you know, how to be professionals outside of school. And second of all, you know, going, being able to be uncomfortable, I think, is a really good uh, skill to have. Uh, because you, you can get comfortable here in Boston. Everyone's so nice to in, asking an interview. But now you're in a different place in Washington, D.C., where you don't know who these people are. You're just a complete stranger walking walking up to them, asking if you can interview them. And it's being uncomfortable, you know, learning how to, you know, get interviews, how to shoot a package, how to do this in a completely different setting than Boston. Um, and you also have that support from upper, you know, from the upperclassmen and from everyone else that goes on the trip with you. So it's just a great experience to learn how to grow as a broadcast journalism uh, major and just being able to be uncomfortable and to, and to grow as a person. Yeah, that's huge. That is huge. Um, being comfortable, being uncomfortable, because in this industry, there's a lot of no. So when you're out there on the streets, there's a lot of yes, too. But when you're out there on the streets, and you're doing man on the street interviews, um, nine times out of 10, someone will be like, No, sorry, not today. And you just have to brush that off, keep going, find someone who will say yes. And I guess that's same for the job search, too, you know. Um, And also, it's just about being confident. So when you're in these situations, side by side with professionals, uh, for example, uh, I went to the Super Bowl this year, and you're at these press conferences. I went to the Rihanna press time, halftime show press conference, and I was talking to someone next to me from England who is filming, and he's like, this is the biggest press conference I think I've ever been to. And I was like, yeah, yeah, me too. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Like, uh, because, you know, we're right there alongside the professionals and uh, even more locally. Uh, I've been right alongside Emerson alumni, which is incredible, over at WBZ, uh, WCVB, so Channel 4, Channel 5, and Channel 7. 
I worked there as a part-time writer for a little bit. So definitely just keeping those connections is key. And then I've also gone to Comics Come Home with Jimmy Fallon, Dennis Leary in attendance. So I've had the chance to meet with them, interview them, as well as Lenny Clark. He actually came into our studio here right at the JPC, Journalism Production Center. And um, just so many incredible experiences here at Emerson that, you know, you don't you can't get everywhere else. I tell people I'm interviewing with for jobs, I tell them these experiences and they're just like, wow, um, it's, it's incredible, really. And I'm very thankful to Emerson for these opportunities. And I think that's uh, actually a, kind of a good um, segue to, to thinking about, um, you know, one of the questions that I know we've gotten a lot from some of our students who um, have recently been admitted and they're thinking about whether they want to come to Emerson is, you know, do people, do you know, organizations and companies actually value the hands-on experience versus, say, some of the theoretical elements of learning and to be to be fair we do both of them but we do have that emphasis on the hands-on experience um you know it sounds like it's it's been maybe your experience at that has been beneficial um can you kind of go through that a little bit and and say you know how has that helped with your your connections and your then experiences at say like some of the local stations or things like that the emerson name holds a lot of weight in the job world I would say I've had conversations with news directors where they'll start out saying, oh, you're from Emerson. I know I know you'll get the job done. I, I know. And I, like even before I've interviewed with them, they'll say, you're from Emerson. I know you can do this. Um, I just want to talk a little bit more um, about, you know, I, basically they're like, we just wanted to get you on the phone um, so that we could meet you. But uh, to be honest, that Emerson name, like I said, holds a lot of weight. And uh, the Emerson Mafia, the Alumni Network, we just had the Daniels win at the Oscars, win big, everything, everywhere, all at once. And just like I said, that name holds a lot of weight. Yeah, I agree. Emerson, the name Emerson just holds so much. And being in Boston holds a lot. It doesn't matter like if you're out and about and just talking to potential job uh, you know, employers, you know, they see, oh, you're from Emerson, oh, you go to school in Boston, you know, that means a lot. Um, and, and touching on what we said before, being in, in the classroom helps too. you know, learning theoretical, you know, knowledge, being able to, to apply that outside of the classroom is, is absolutely beneficial. We always like to say that Boston is also our classroom at Emerson because you're using, we spend as much time outside of the classroom than you do uh, in the classroom. And so um, being able to have that name of Emerson and being able to, to use it anywhere you go, is just, I think it's an advantage that not a lot of schools have. And I think it comes down to, you know, it's it's not just the literal name, but as you guys were saying, it's the backing that's behind that. It's the confidence that people can have knowing that, okay, you have had this experience before. You've used that equipment. You've put together these stories. Um, you know, having that tangible resume pretty much from the get-go is what gives the name the credence. Um, but then that does help because it's almost a shorthand. It's like, oh, Emerson means experience. So kind of going from from that point, you know, how have you seen, you know, what you've done with WABN in terms of what you want to do next? Um, you know, have has it been that kind of experience where you're going to be taking lessons from this and moving it 
out towards your what your professional life is going to be. I know Jillian, you're kind of right in the thick of that. Millen, you've got a couple more years to kind of, you know, build that out. But, you know, what do you envision yourself taking from this and, and moving out to your professional lives? It's a great question. I would just say really that communication and working with other people, collaborating, that's huge. And also giving back too. I think that's really important. So like Millen said, the mentorship is really important and making sure that once you know things, it's important to make sure those around you know things and helping them grow in their careers as well. Um, But also I do think uh, that Emerson has just really taught me how to be, how to be the journalist I want to be. So how to report truthfully, uh, quickly in a timely manner and, um, making sure every voice is heard. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, I have two more years before, um, you know, I, I graduate. I, and I still don't know what I want to do, you know, I, you know, credit to Emerson because they've introduced me to so many different things that, you know, I want to experience so much, so much more, uh, before I make a decision, but no matter what, what, what I graduate, like when I graduate and no matter what I go into, uh, Emerson and WBN teaches you, you know, how, you know, how to, the process of doing things, whether it's a journalism, you know, report or any, anything else It's teaching you how to, you know, slow down, respect the process, um, you know, how to, you know, work with other people, how to collaborate effectively, because no matter what industry you go to, you're going to have to deal with people. You're going to have, you're going to get rejections. You're going to be uncomfortable. Um, and so you're going to have to learn everything uh, and deal with a lot of different stuff that Emerson's already taught you and, and have experiences with. Um, and so, and it also teaches you, you know, to also, you know, have that mentorship, like Jill said, being able to, you know, bring, uh, pass down what you've learned. And so I'm definitely excited to be a senior and be able to mentor uh, the younger freshmen when they arrive too. Wonderful. Thank you both for, for sharing, you know, these parts of your experiences. Um, we'll hopefully look forward to, to watching you on WEN going forward as you, as you finish up your career here, Jillian, and then Millen, as you kind of continue over the next couple of years, we'll be looking for your coverage. Um, so if folks want to um, kind of see the work that you guys are doing, see the work that WEN is doing, how can they go about that? great questions. So they can check out our website, webn.tv. They can go to our YouTube where we post most of our content, our packages, shows. That is WEBN Boston on YouTube. And you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We are WEBN underscore Boston. Um, Thank you so much. That's all for this episode of Inside Emerson podcast from the undergraduate admission office at Emerson College. Join us for future episodes where we'll talk to more students about their Emerson experiences. Inside Emerson is edited by Helen Frazier, class of 2023, and hosted and produced by me, Adriana Guida. Cover art is by Josue Velasquez, class of 2025. Our theme music is by Eden Keys and Keyframe Audio. To learn more about Emerson College, visit us at emerson.edu or contact us by email at admission at emerson.edu.